0: So remember that um, if you are thinking of moving or making a big life change, I want to gently remind you, it doesn't always mean that what you think you want to change, like if there's something internal that's going on, it doesn't always mean that you can change um, that circumstance. Hello, Radical Massage Therapists. Welcome to another episode of the Radical RMT Podcast. I am Krista Dix. I am a registered massage therapist in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, and I'm the host of the podcast. I am also a massage therapist in Ottawa. I said that. So welcome to this episode. I'm really excited to bring this episode to you, and there really is no amount of preparation I could do for this episode, and I really wanted to speak um, off the cuff as much as I could, but there are some tangibles as well that I feel are really important for you to take away. I also don't want to get too personal because there is another person involved in this story and I do not want to um, you know, alert them to anything that they might be uncomfortable with. Um, But uh, I think that the information in this episode is really, really, really helpful. What is this episode all about anyway, Krista? um, Working abroad. So if you are a massage therapist and perhaps you got into massage therapy because of the freedom and flexibility of your schedule and you can work anywhere in the world and maybe you have dreams of working in a different country than where you are now, then this is the episode that I want to share with you to give you... Some ideas as to how you can start taking action to work abroad. And let me be clear that working abroad, although I did say another country, this does not uh, have to be a big, big, big change. Um, If you've lived in the same town your entire life and you're about to embark on your new massage career, um, or maybe you've been uh, working in the one location for a while and the energy just needs to shift, then even just moving to a different city can really make a big difference not only that let's go even smaller even moving to a different clinic space uh, where you're seeing um, new patients with new colleagues around you I have spoken about this before that um, uh, in my um, on my instagram that it is really important to surround yourself um, with a positive environment in order for you to have a happy mentally well existence right? So let's get into this episode about working abroad and this is going to be part one and I want to share with you the story of how it all started and the micro steps that we took in order to begin that process of living and working abroad. Now massage therapy is super flexible and wonderful so this is an advantage um, to to my story. Obviously you are a massage therapist as well. If you're listening to this, then it can, you know, you too can work anywhere that you want. And um, I really hope that you take some of this information and uh, and you, if you are somebody who's looking to make a a change um, in your scenery, then I am also available to guide you through that process. If you ever need any help, I get really excited um, when I hear uh, massage therapists or other, other people who cares that they're a massage therapist or not, I get really excited when I hear other people making changes that scare other people and this is very common in our society um, that if you start to go against the norm. And then people start to question your actions and they are worried for you and they just can't imagine it for themselves. So they put a lot of negativity and what if scenarios on you. And I want you to know that I was there and um, they are normal and those people still love you and care about you, which is why they're being so hard on you about these questions, but it's also a self-reflection. It is, uh, um, they are projecting onto you that they uh, can't see themselves moving abroad or doing such a big change like you're doing, which even like moving to a new city might be a big change for some people. So do not worry about those people. Um, I, I am one of those persons out there who would love to hear your story would love to hear what you're thinking planning even if it never happens if you are excited right now about potential change I want to hear from you I want to hear about it I get so excited for you um because it's very not common I want to say rare but it's not common that people actually take action on these types of dreams so let's get into it I have notes I have books got it got it all so the first thing, how did it all start? So um, it was about 2013 and I live in Ottawa, Canada. It was April 2013 and my partner at the time was working in a nine to five. And at that point of his uh, his career, he was feeling a little bit uh, like numb to the job and he was having a really, really rough, uh, rough time and um, he just was not enjoying life you know on the personal side our relationship was not we're not in a good place either um but um he was just in a really down state and i was a, a supportive partner though um i don't i don't want to see uh, this individual upset uh, i want to help them um succeed in life and so my question to that individual was uh, my partner um was hey so my like, things are really down um what's one thing that needs to change in order for you to just feel a little bit better right and it might not be very simple um and it might not always work the same way for you you know but what is one thing that can change like that that can make this better and he responded that he just wanted to be somewhere warm now I could understand that because it was April in Ottawa but it had just snowed. So when he was already in a, a down downward um, like mental state and just like, just really, uh, you know not in a good place with work, um, then it snows in April. Just when you think spring is about to come, I completely understood where he was coming from. I am a warm weather person as well. I love summer. I love, I love, you know, just, I love that. Um, I love the warmer weather compared to winter. And so I understood, and I said, "Okay, I will. You know, we'll, I'll work on it. You'll work on it. We'll uh, we'll have a little um, little jam session, a little a um, a little research session. Okay, we'll we'll book something together, and we'll uh, we'll work on this together." So that was that was how you know that was just kind of like the how things got rolling. Right. Um, I had a partner who needed to change and I felt like together we were going to come up with a solution. And as a massage therapist, I was very fortunate because I have flexibility um, to you know, change locations um, or he says somewhere warm. Well, OK, like I guess I can find a place to work that's somewhere warm. Side story is that in February of 2013, I was at a networking event with my friend Bianca. And, um, you know, it's just something that I do in the in the city. And then we went for, uh, I think, some dessert afterwards or a coffee. And it was February in Ottawa. And if you've lived anywhere in Canada in February, <laughs> it's very cold and just, just kind of miserable in February. You're done with it, but it's not done with you. And we were sitting there having coffee and just conversation and I don't exactly know what happened, but you know, if we're just looking out the window at the at the weather and not wanting to go back outside, um, you know, I probably I know I said, I know I said this to her. I don't know how it all started, but I said, like, why don't we just move somewhere warm and sell coconuts on the beach? You know, so this is February 2013 when my partner in April 2013 had said that he wanted to move somewhere wrong. And in February, my, my friend and I, we just kind of laughed it off. And we were like, ha, oh, yeah, like, wouldn't that be great? And then she paused. And she goes, hold on a minute. She scrolled through her Facebook. And she had a contact, and um, one of her Facebook friends um, lives in the Caribbean. And was looking to hire. She's a healthcare provider, lives in the Caribbean, was looking to hire a massage therapist, a registered massage therapist specifically, um, to work in her office. And she showed this to me, um, you know, based on our conversation. And you know, like, thank God that she did. Um, But um, you know, at the time, to be honest, I looked at the ad that you know was on uh, was on Facebook that she was showing me while we were still in the the coffee shop. And I kind of, I just went, wow, like, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, I mean, I'm saying it that like, I want to move somewhere and sell coconuts, but like, God, like the person that gets that job is going to be so lucky. Like how, how lucky is that person? Good for them. And I left it, right? I didn't even look up that person or the ad after that conversation. Fast forward to April, 2013, when my partner says that he wants to move somewhere warm and it will, you know, hopefully make a big difference, Um, you know, and probably another side story is that remember that moving locations, changing jobs or even changing partners, um, having a big, you know, life change doesn't always mean that you change and that your circumstances change. So a lot of people travel and think that they're like, they're going to find what they want or they need or what they're searching for out there. Um, and then they come back home and and they might feel reset for a little bit, but then things just kind of go back to the way that they are. Um, as a couple, right? Maybe you think that you're going to, change, uh, change location, move to this beautiful paradise, but it does not mean that the relationship will get any better. If it was already not in a good place, there are a lot of elements that need to come together, uh, in order for the relationship to improve physical location is a big thing. Um, I can speak from experience after now living in, in a warmer climate that it can make a big difference on your mood 100% and on your outlook of the day. I never thought that it could make that big of a difference, but I, for me personally, it does. Um, So remember that um, if you are thinking of moving or making a big life change, I want to gently remind you, it doesn't always mean that what you think you want to change, like if there's something internal that's going on, it doesn't always mean that you can change um, that circumstance okay um I did have a couple notes about that um yeah like relationships don't change it can help to set the tone for a new beginning um and I also want to stress that even in paradise you know where people are are living um and and working and you can get to the beach sit steps away and you can see the ocean from any window on the island you still have bad days. Okay. You don't, you don't always have super awesome days. People who live there, including myself, you're still going to have a bad day. You're still going to have fights. You're still going to have good cries. Um, you're still going to feel frustrated. You're still going to know, like have circumstances where you're just gonna, not going to know what to do next. Um, so also don't think that moving somewhere is just going to make life like peach keen. Um, so back to uh, how it all started, now we know, and we were going to book our um, uh, our little research session. These are some of my favorite things to do. Um, so we, were, we got very good at this as a couple. Um, I really like whiteboarding. I really like kind of just blank canvassing a situation and just writing down all of the scenarios that it could, how it could play out. So what we did in general, like we took a whiteboard, maybe it was a Saturday morning, we took a whiteboard and we wrote down all of the ideas that we could think of that would move us to a warmer climate. So where could we move some of the locations that we like could could locate to, knowing that we'd have to probably get work permits and everything. Um, and also knowing, like, would we be working um, or would we have to find, like, fine work or would we be volunteering, etc. So we threw everything at this whiteboard. And the whiteboard was key to getting out of Ottawa and onto the island as well, because, you know, it, it made, played a major role in just getting things checked off the boxes as we moved along. Um so we put everything on the board, everything that we would, you know, kind of ideas. Like even like we put like Greenpeace on there. We put woofing on there, which is volunteering to farm in uh, in different countries. Um, and uh, I threw the you know the potential of of working with this healthcare professional. I looked at other um, you know resorts around the world as well, cruise ships. So he was willing to leave his, uh, like his government job in nine to five. So that was a big thing um, as well. So he was willing to do the research to see what he needed to do in order to leave that job. Or, you know, you also have opportunities, maybe even in in, uh, any corporate job, you know, you can leave for a year uh, without pay and come back to your job a year later if you decided that, um, you know, living in the Caribbean wasn't right for you. Um, so this was really fun. We threw all the ideas and then we then you start to research them. So we threw everything on the board first and then we went through everything on the list and kind of looked at the scenarios and um made, you know, made the context. Well, Greenpeace, you know, right off the top, we did the research. You have to be, I think, a US citizen, right? Well, okay, that's a no big, you know, big X on that one. So now you're going to start to narrow down um, your options. But maybe you already have an idea of where you want to go or you have a job set up or a contact. So that's a huge advantage. Um, I had like this, you know, I had reached out to this particular healthcare provider to see if they were still hiring because I had learned about the job in February, and it was now April. So she easily could have, re, you know, already found somebody for that, uh, for that role. Um, after uh, the research, you know, it doesn't have to be a um, a whiteboard, right? You can use post-it notes. You can just use a blank sheet of paper. You can make a note in your phone. It's basically just get it, just brain dump it, just get it all out there, um, and not in your head anymore um so after after that um you know you feel start to feel you're just taking a little bit of action maybe even after that point we had decided you know what life is pretty good here in Ottawa these are the changes that we need to make in Ottawa in order to feel better about where where we are right now um but we you know we kept doing the research to to uh you know to move forward so um we did find out that the healthcare provider was still looking for a massage therapist to hire. So we decided to focus on that opportunity. Um, you know, going back to volunteer opportunities, um, they usually provide room and board, but I at the time had some debt. So I did need to earn some money uh, in order to, to move, um, and not be, not be, um, you know, have like, have that debt hanging over my head to be able to pay, on the, you don't know, pay on the debt. Um, so that was a no volunteer was a no, I needed to be earning some income and I could do almost anything. I was willing to work uh, on anything, but the fact that I could do a massage, uh, work as a massage therapist in another country was going to be uh, a really big opportunity for me. Um, so the next step after your research um, is that you want to do an activity that Tim Ferriss calls fear setting. So if you're starting to narrow in on what it is that you want to do, you're going to have some doubts. Things are going to get a little bit scary because your body, your body, and your brain are going to go, "What? We're we're moving? What's happening?" Even though you haven't haven't done anything really, you're just doing the research process, but your body. And your mind might start to freak out a little bit and you might be getting excited. And now you might be sharing your ideas with some of your friends and family, and they're going to have some doubts and concerns because they, again, they love you. They don't want you to move away. They don't see themselves in your shoes. So they want to protect you, right? So they might not encourage these new ideas and excitement. So If you are really feeling stuck and you've made a decision on what's going to happen. So let's let's say for, for us, it was pretty much a done deal pending, um, you know, a work permit. There was a lot of things that still had to happen that we were going to move to this particular location and work. Uh, I was going to be a massage therapist and my partner had discovered that he could take the year off from his job and, um, After the year, he could decide whether he wanted to go back, and he could still have his position, or he could, um, he could, he could leave. Okay, Um, and so we started to narrow in on this one, um, this one opportunity, and you, are more, you're excited about where you're going, but it's very hard. to untie from where you are. So, what you want to do is an exercise that Tim Ferriss calls it's fear setting, and it's in his book, um, The Four Hour Work Week. And I think he also has a TED Talk that I will get my beautiful worn copy of all my notes in in the Four Hour Work Week. Um, so um, he also has a, a TED Talk about it, I think. So maybe I'll put that in a link as well um that basically you want to give yourself the gist of it is you want to give yourself the worst case scenario so once we decided that this is the uh, the option that we wanted to go with there's a lot of what ifs it can be a little bit scary okay so what if we move there and it doesn't work out is your biggest thing like what if we move there and we don't make any money what if we move there and everything we have gets stolen and what if we move there and there's a hurricane what if we move there and, you know, um, we, yeah, we just, we run out of money. Like, you know, there's just not a, not enough for us to keep living there though. You think of the the worst case scenarios and it's okay at this point to like go, go dark and um, then think about, okay, so how would, how would you get out of it? And it's usually not that complicated for us. the basics, or What if it doesn't work out? Okay. Well, I did not burn or I won't burn any bridges here in Ottawa. And I will be able to come right back to the job that I have. Maybe it won't be with the same clinic, but I'm going to come back and not to Ottawa and be a massage therapist. I can come back anywhere in Ontario and be a massage therapist. Okay. No problem. So that was a comfort what if we spent all of our money just trying to make it work in the Caribbean? We came back, we have nowhere to live, we have no money. You know, worst case scenario, what if like, you know, so like I said, like a hurricane, you have to leave the island, you lose all of your possessions, your work, you know, everything's destroyed. You come back, you have to start over. Well, for us, the worst case scenario was um living with our parents. And so if we could come back and tolerate living with our parents because we've lost everything and we needed to rebuild. Is that something that we could do? hundred percent. We are very fortunate that both of us have, uh, both of our parents are still alive and together. They are both um, they both have space for, at the time for us to live and to rebuild our lives. And we would work hard to make sure that we rebuilt our lives as fast as we could so that we would not be a burden to them. We'd be back up on our feet. And I I believe that we were both we we're both people that would would hold ourselves to that accountability and we would we would make it. No matter, even if we had to come back and start over with nothing, with the clothes on our back, I knew we could do it. So, when you're looking at the worst case scenario, like I said, go dark and then think about okay, so then what? What do you have to do? And it's usually not as bad as you think it's going to be. Okay. So, research and then do your fear setting. And then finally, I suggest that you at minimum speak to several people who already live and work there, particularly in your field, if you can, um, or other Canadians or other expats, let's say it doesn't have to be Canadian, but other expats um, maybe from your country, it would help if they were from your country to talk about how they did it, what their life looks like now, and do they have any regrets? Would they do anything differently? Like what does their day to day look like in their new, in this new location? What was different from moving um, to where they were to where they are now? Bare minimum um, speak to people who live there. And it's very easy to track down people these days. And usually there's like a six degree of separation. Like, look at me, like with my friend, Bianca. Right. Um, so um, you could probably find somebody that, you know, knows a friend, knows a friend, knows a friend who's like living where you want to move to right now. Um, so do that research um, and, and see. Um, also, for me personally, I thought it was important. And I think this is an important step, actually, no matter where you're going to work, forget living abroad, working abroad. If you're even moving to a new clinic in the same city, talk to other massage therapists, who have worked at that clinic, are working at that clinic, but especially the ones, if you can track down some that used to work there and they are not working there anymore, find out the reason why. So I was able to um, track down uh, uh, one massage therapist who had worked with this individual before because this Healthcare provider um, is Canadian, was Canadian, um, and so they had worked them with with them before. So I was able to have a discussion with them about what this individual was like um, and how how that relationship would look. And I also had somebody, uh, a friend of mine who was also connected to that individual in the same profession. So it really helped everything come together, gave me some perspective as to what, who I was going to be working with. And um, that may, you know, may give you some more confidence or lack of confidence, depending on on the feedback that you get. But only you know yourself if you're going to be able to manage um, this situation. And remember, it's only their opinion. But if you're starting to get the same opinion from different people, like chances are this is this is the this is the way the person presents themselves. It's not one bad scenario where this person um, wronged somebody um, and they, they, you know, they're taking it very personally. Um, so that um that was a sidestep, but you at very least want to talk to somebody in this country where you're going to be, um, where you're going to be living or this location, this city. Get the feel for it, right? You you wanna live your life. Um you know, to the best of your ability. And um, for me, I just decided to look at replacing some of the activities that I did here in Ottawa, where I was living at the time to, to the new location. So I go to the gym, I was doing uh, like some pole fitness at the time. I like to network. I love small community. I go to church. Um, And so all of these things, I wanted to make sure that maybe that those types of activities were still there. And then what else was there? Um, Because you don't want to just move to a place, especially if you know that you're like a party person and you need to like have a nightlife in order to survive. You got to really make sure that the place where you're going to like has a nightlife. And if you're uh, somebody who likes to read books on a Saturday night, no shame there. Um, But you definitely don't want to move to a place that's like a party, a party city all the the time either. Um, So, you know, you got to do your research, speak to the people that are are living there. What I would highly recommend, though, is to um, actually uh, go visit. If you have an opportunity to go visit before you move there, um, then then go and check out the location. And um, we did this. This was really helpful, um, and it got us even more excited about the opportunity. So, but it was a vacation, but it was also like a hit the ground running, and we did all the research. That we could on um, where we could live right there's lots of options, um, but looking at what types of places parts of the the of the island that we could live on. Meeting different people, um, like I said, connecting to uh, some of these activities that I already did to see what they were like, where they were located, what their rates were, all of that stuff. So we were we were really busy during that trip, and it's really fun. Um, so part of the push to record this episode is because some of the memories are coming up on Facebook from that exact trip, and you know when you're staying at the hotel you're going to have people ask, well, how did you come here? Like this kind of place is just not, it's not on everybody's radar. Um, Like, you know, what brought you here? And, and, you know, we'd kind of be shy about it at first that we were um, looking to move there. Um, But then eventually we started opening up to people and their response was so positive and so heartwarming that how could we not get more excited um, about the potential of moving, of moving there. So Um, That was really great we met some awesome people and um, that were you know both tourists and then people who lived there. So it also gave me an opportunity to see the uh, location where I might be working. It gave me an opportunity to meet the individual who I would be working with and see um, like meet the receptionist, see what her client clients were like, patients, I should say, sorry. Um, and go uh, and go from there. So how easy was it to get around, right? Transportation might be a huge thing and it could be a huge problem. Um, if you are living on, on one side and you need to get to the other and there is no public bus service or all that, like, well, now what are you going to do? Um, so basically that's, that's the gist of me coming at you for part one um of if you're thinking of moving abroad as especially as a massage therapist just in general if you're listening to this you're not a massage therapist and you're like what do I need to do to move abroad this is part one these are just like the little the little baby steps but they make things huge like they take they mean Big, they're bigger than than baby steps um because most people don't really get past like the dream you know the idea so um me just in a coffee shop going when i just sell coconuts on a beach right most people don't get past that point and next february they'll say the same the same thing right um and i was probably guilty of that as well but um you know i'm grateful for the opportunity that i i had to live and work abroad so recapping told you how it started. And then remember that moving does not mean that your life is going to drastically change for the better, right? If you're running away from something, doesn't always work uh, that you're going to you're going to leave that problem behind. That problem comes with you. Um if you're working on some personal stuff, you know that that's personal stuff comes with you. You know, uh, negative relationships, unhealthy relationships. If you're thinking that a change in scenery is going to improve that, Doesn't doesn't mean anything. Um, And then what you're going to do is you're going to research the location where you think you're going to uh, work like the country or the city or the clinic, um, you know, going big to, to small. It's all it's all wonderful you know, change is scary and awesome at the same time. And I I would love to hear some of your stories if you are currently thinking of big change or if you have made a big change, please reach out to me because I love these stories. You're gonna research and you're going to do your fear setting exercise. What's the worst that can happen? And for the full details of it, you can check out the Tim Ferriss book, The 4-Hour Work Week, on his TED Talk, which I will link. Um, But it's basically just think of the worst scenario Can you live with that? Like what did money, what would happen? And can you deal with it? Yep, probably you can because we overcomplicate things so much when change is involved and it can be scary. Lastly, I encourage you to speak to people who already live and work there, especially in your profession, if you can, and especially if they've moved from your your location, (laughs) If, if it comes down to a country and you can speak to an expat who lives there from your country. And if you can visit even better, because just do a little like research vacation and see if it's for you. Even after all of that, please don't think it's a waste of time that you're like, you know what, this isn't for me. Um, I think I'm okay where I am, or you need to work on on a new location. Totally fair. But I encourage you to go through these steps um to you know to really find out if if this is something that you want to go with. And in closing, like. I, while I was living and working abroad, I did receive some, um, you know, like some massage therapists contacted me from all over the world. They were obviously doing some research and they um, might've been having just a daydream moment and like, how can I work in paradise? And, you know, sometimes my name would pop up as a massage therapist working on an island and they would reach out to me and ask, how did you do it? Well, here is some of the secret sauce, part one, of how I did it. But my common the common response to this, because I would lay all this out in an email as well, and this would probably be very overwhelming for some people. I understand that now when I look back. But their response was, wow, that sounds like a lot of work. And yeah, like making a big change going after your dream can be a lot of work, but I promise you it is so worth it. That one experience has impacted my life so big. So now I'm gonna get emotional about it. <laughs> but it really has and I hope that I can share more in different parts of this um, of this series. I hope you enjoyed this episode, aside from me tearing up there at the end. Um, I hope it was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. And um, if you have questions, please let me know. I'm happy. I'm an open book about this stuff. Love it. And um, I really just want you to go after your own dreams, no matter. Even if you think that they're small, They're it's a big deal to go after them. Because nobody nobody's going after their dreams anymore. And it's very sad. I think... Um, there's a, there's a lot that we think is is going to happen and and if we make a big change and it never does it always gonna, it's always going to it's always going to turn out for the better i promise um my story um is quite complex and i promise you that it everything came out everything came out better than i could have imagined okay Um, So that is all for me. I uh, hope you have an awesome day and um, I'll be back soon with another episode of the Radical RMT podcast.